Hi, have you ever thought of making your own podcast, but you're not sure how to start one? Well, you're in luck. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast and start having fun in no time. Anchor gives you all the tools you need to upload and edit your podcast right on your phone or computer for free. You can even make money with Anchor with no minimum listenership. And Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard anywhere like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to start your very own podcast today. Yo, what's up, what's up, everybody, and welcome to DJ Dreams, DJ slash Producers Lounge podcast show. Today's guest, we're going to have the one and only DJ Rec One. Let's give him a call. Hello? Hello, could I speak to DJ Rec One? <laughs> what the fuck? What is that, bro? Is that you? Do you have a... <laughs> That's fucking cool. What is that? What is that? You sound like a robot. You know what? A lot of people get that, bro. It's, I think it's my phone. I think we have a bad connection. Dude, you it sounded it sounded like you planned it. It's like, my uh, name is DJ Rec One. I'm like, what the fuck? Fucking transform. Did it fix itself or no? Yeah, it, it, it comes and goes. But anyways, uh, welcome, nah. welcome to the show, man. Uh, uh, I want to thank you for joining me. I'm trying this new podcast uh, thing. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it to you a while back or if I mentioned it to you at all. I had you in the back of my mind. It's like, you know, what what guests should I should I have? And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to talk to, uh, first of all, I talked to my boy, Noe, Killer Noise. And right um, I told him, I'm like, hey, you think Carlos will be interested in being in my podcast show? He goes, hit him up. I'm pretty sure. And sure enough. And uh, again, thank you. Thank you. Um, I definitely wanted to talk to you. And today's topic, I wanted to touch bases with you because i personally do see you this way maybe hopefully i'm accurate in what i'm about to say and and hope you agree with me and why wouldn't you party djs party djs and you know what like i said i i saw you perform i'm talking like way back 2008 uh noise uh invited me to dj and i don't think it was something he said something wrong but i think it was um oh man he told me too fuck Anyways, it was like it was in La Puente, and I, and I, that's when the first time I'm like, oh, that's my boy. And he kind of mentioned like, oh, he kind of he's kind of starting out. I'm all, and you started playing. I'm all, oh, well, it doesn't it doesn't seem like he started out. He, he looks like he's he's seasoned, man. He fucking knows what he's doing. So, but from there on, I started noticing. I'm like, oh, this guy's pretty good. And then you invited me, or we went a couple times to the Sunset Room, and you were playing, you were spinning. I'm all, man, this guy's a party DJ. Like, like he he moves the fucking crowd. Like I said, I wanted to t- definitely talk about this topic. And what do you mm-hmm. think? regards party djs versus and I, I don't know what to call them but like i call them specific genre djs where they you know they stick to a theme like house djs yeah. and and then there, and there's also like party djs well i mean what do you yeah. what do you see what's your take on that in regards to those two type of djs or if there is two types yeah definitely well first and foremost thank you for having me on as a guest bro i appreciate you and you know i always appreciate our friendship that we've had for many many years right right so that's first and foremost now as far as a a party DJ, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely a party DJ. So for me, like, I know, well, not that I know, but I hope I know enough that I could get people on the dance floor at all times. Like, my job is to keep people entertained. And especially nowadays with this whole, like, um, ADD kind of vibe yeah. that everybody's going off, you know, the social media with everybody just kind of being like, I want the information, I want it now. Yeah. My style, every, well, I'll hit you with a little bit of this. Some nostalgia and then take you to this and then i'm going to take you to a different track and a different genre and then we're going to go we i almost think like with my style like i really take people on a musical journey you where do. they could go i start off with 80s and somehow we'll end up in cumbia and you won't even notice like you won't even know how we got there but we did yeah and you know what's funny i, I heard you fuck, i think it was july and not that i don't see, listen to you guys but whatever reason you guys were playing spinning in july and you and, and noise were playing and it was like a summer party kind of stream you guys were streaming and you did your set, bro. I was like, oh, I was actually in the pool at the time. <laughs> I was with my girlfriend at the yeah. time. We we're just chilling in the pool, and I'm like, oh, I go, oh man, that's that's record one. I gotta hear it. And you're 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 fucking you're making me like, oh man, you know you know that that friendly competition other DJ have, and I'm because you know I'm a fuck, fuck obviously I'm a DJ, and you know that friendly. Uh, this is gonna this is might come off as as negative, which is not. But I don't know yeah. if you ever felt that when you hear another DJ and you're like, oh, he's good. But deep down, you're like, fuck, this motherfucker's good. <laughs> fuck. But I'm, but but it's still that that the positive of oh you know what he's good but there's always that I don't know about you but I I've always had that stupid um, I don't know if it's stupid but that stupid of little like okay I'll give you an example when you have you gone to parties and you hear the DJs and you're kind of like it's instinct as a DJ you listen to them too and you're kind of like oh man this fucker's good or or 
or ah oh, la cago or oh, oh he should have done this no, very critical. all the time yeah okay good the, okay i'm not alone on this one <laughs> no all the time like i can't go somewhere without listening to a dj and then i'm like oh my god like i really there's very few djs i'll go out and about out of my way to go see uh-huh. if i go to a party for the most part a lot of djs i'm just like oh i can't i can't i can't but there's some man i, yeah. I go and i'm like i know i'm gonna go hear this guy and i know he's gonna set it up right. and i'm gonna be a fanboy and i'm gonna be in the front looking at what he's doing you know Know? Right, right, right. It's 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 funny, huh? Because it's 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 almost like to me, it's very okay. There was a point when I, I was at the time with my wife. It's funny. She would always tell me, "Stop, stop, um, stop it." Like she knew what I was doing. It's like fuck, I can't help it. And she's like, "Just enjoy the fucking night." And like, okay. But yeah. there was those moments when I'm like, like DJ's doing something. I'm like, I would personally put my input like, oh, I would have done this. Oh, he shouldn't have cut it too fast, you know. But, you know, I, I mean, and, and again, it, it's almost like instinct because we're so analytical when it comes to our craft or to the art or, you know what I mean? But yeah. with that being said, I like I said, I listen to you. And the reason I say this is because even though I'm, I might be some, there's always that criticism in the back of my mind, I actually enjoy it. So for you to take me to that point where I'm in, I'm actually enjoying it, that means to me, it's like, oh, fucking hands down. You 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 took me there. You uh-huh. took me to that journey. I'm willing to go along with the journey without being so mental and, and, and criticizing. Like, like I said, not in a negative way, but you know what I mean? Like in that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, again, you, especially noise too. Noise to me, I feel like noise is, uh, it does the same, but he has this certain style too that, that I can tell it's him. His style, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. You, you, you know, it's funny. I actually could tell sometimes, like who's who's playing, or, or assume. And most of the time, I'm ac- it's pretty accurate. But when you listen to people, who's playing it? And like I said, I've heard you play it a couple of times. I'm like, oh yeah, that's him. Oh, it's it's it's, it's Rick one. He's definitely doing it. And sure enough, I'm right. Because <laughs> like I said, you, yeah. you you take it to a journey, man. Uh, like I said, you were playing cumbias, then you mixed it to um. You went back to hip hop and then you went to house. Uh, and now that I bring that up, by the way, do you use a lot of those? Uh, and I don't know what to call them. I call them transition mixes when they speed them up. I don't know. They come pre pre mixed or something. Oh, like every. What is it? Repeat that. Oh, I'm sorry. Like say, there's um there's wordplay mixes and tech mixes like transitions and stuff like that. Yeah, when the speeds <laughs> changes, you know that like the tempo goes from 120 and they build up yeah. to 128 and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't use them unless I really need to switch up the genre. Yeah, like I'll use them for genre. I don't say I never use them. I'll use maybe like you know two or three within a set. Right. Just depending, but yeah, I mean of course like I use them. Like I have a transition that will go from like house to like latrona, you know, or like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Went from house music to cumbia so all of a sudden, you know, to make that kind of a drastic change, like, you know, you got to have those transitions. It's kind of hard to do it without them. Okay. But, you know, that you got to use your tools, man. You got to use your tools and Definitely. you got to make it look that Definitely. people don't even, don't even see it. Now, my question, my other question is from when you started till now, did you ever consider being a specific DJ? And I only say that because um, that, there was a point in my life where I wanted to be a uh, house DJ. I really was mm-hmm. trying to get into the house music, but I never did. I ended up just staying very commercial. And what I mean, very yeah. commercial house DJs, because I would get a lot of weddings and all that crap. Mm-hmm. And uh, But did you ever feel you wanted to? Did you ever kind of go to that? And then did you walk away from it? Or you know what I mean? Like, did you ever follow any, anything yeah. like that? I never had like a specific genre. I noticed, especially the last year, like a lot of my following has been very throwback throwback bass and I never thought I'd be a 100% like throwback bass but it looks like that's where I'm kind of going because that's where my following is but I never had a specific like genre that I wanted to stick to I know there's genres I definitely wanted to be better at Mm-hmm. And I never really got in there. Like, you know, I definitely wanted to be better at like hip hop, old school hip hop, and I just never really followed through with it. But um, no, I always like kind of the open format was always me, and I think I've, especially last year, I've definitely gotten a lot more deeper into the throwback situation for sure. Cool. And I've kind of almost I wouldn't say shied away from the the open format, but I've noticed that I've been throwing way more throwbacks than I have you know in the last ten years. Wow, no, that, that's that's cool, man. Like I said, I mean, it, it's and it's funny because it, to me, it almost seems like because of, like I said, the weddings and quinceañeras. I mean, mm-hmm. you really don't have that that luxury to be unless they hired you for that, you know, unless they specifically hired yeah. you because you're a house DJ or whatever. But I've noticed that, like, I because I would do that practically. That was the, the bread and butter of me DJing. That I, I can't see myself DJing one genre and nothing against a genre specifically. It's just yeah. I, I, I get bored. Me as personally as a, as, a, as not even so much yeah, yeah. as a DJ as an actual music lover. When it comes to parties, I want to hear. I, I I think of the people like, well, how would I want to be partying? I want to hear. I'm talking, dude. I want to hear 70s. I want to hear 80s, 90s. I want to hear. You know what I mean? Even house and then cumbias. And I, to me, that's that's where I go for again. 
as far as listening to other DJs. And that's why I'm saying I go back to you and, and even noise. Like I said, I, I go back to you guys and listen to you guys. And there's another other cat that I listened to. That's funny. He was on the last episode yesterday, DJ Miles. He has a, a streaming show. And uh, like I said, there's only very few people that I, I'm willing to. Not, again, I'm not trying to hate. But you know what I mean? Like, like I'm willing to yeah, yeah. listen and, and I'm cool. Like, oh, this, this is cool. Like, I turn off my sure. DJ mode and I listen. I'm like, that's cool. You know? Yeah. And, and I was going to ask you, so do you have siblings? Do you, what, what, inf, what, is it just um, uh, influence? Because I, when I started out, I, I had siblings, I had sisters, and I used to crash quinceañeras with them. And, you know, I kind of like their era. <laughs> My era was in the 90s. But since yeah. then, you know what I mean? Do you have siblings? Did, did they, was there any influence on their behalf for you, for your... Yeah, I have seen that an influence when it came to that. Actually, I was going to go into that right now. When you were mentioning the genre situation, uh-huh. one thing that really kind of helped me out, like, was growing up with music because I'm... I don't know if I ever told you this, but I'm half Salvadorian and half Mexican. Orale. So nice. So I got both worlds. So I got like that corrido sense and that <laughs> cumbias from like, the Mexican side, and then I got that Salvadorian like merengue and cumbias and like you know, yeah, like all this airplane and all that like Central American flavor that I throw in there on my set sometimes. Right, right. That's a plus, um, man. For DJ, that's a plus, man. <laughs> Multicultural. Yeah, man. Right? So I got like that whole, whole <laughs> yeah. world, you know. Right, right. No, that's dope, man. That's dope. So, but like I said, you had you had brothers or sisters older than you? Did they? I have, uh, no, I have nobody older than me. My sister is younger. So what oh, I had was okay. Go ahead. I had an uncle who uh, they used to play a lot of freestyle music. Oh. So that's where my love of freestyle music came. We used to actually have a old like 1988 Prelude SI or something like that, right? We used to have like the 12 inch subwoofers and the big wheels in the back, little wheels in the front. Uh-huh. you know he's always cruises listening to like lisa lisa and the cold jam oh nice. so a uh, huge influence with me when it came down to like freestyle music and all that bass music and stuff from back in the day oh okay so but he wasn't a he wasn't a dj right he was it wasn't like he, he... no he wasn't he's a dj now because he saw how like how i kind of transitioned to it uh-huh. so he's a dj he's not a, he wasn't a dj back oh, okay and what got you then, into no, DJ? he was just a music lover and me dude i've been a huge music lover since i was a kid man like oh, yeah? since the moment i had you know dr dre on my headphones listening to the chronic going to the airport going to el salvador that was like my first memory of like oh, listening wow. to like to hip-hop in general that was like the first time i remember i had on cassette that I, I don't even know where i got it from but i know i had it in my little walkman going into the airport nice. heading to the age of like six or seven years old from there like you know just my family's always been into music man so music has ran through like through all the parties and all the genres so I'm a huge music lover when it comes to it. When I was uh, in high school, like um, I actually ended up doing the I ended up doing the, the tech club where you could DJ like at the quad. So I was messing around DJing at the quad like for free, you know, taking my singles and CD form. Um, then as I got older, I did the little house parties for like $150, the little backyard boogies and stuff like that with a couple of friends. After that, I kind of stopped. You know, when I went full force, I actually came up on some money from a motorcycle accident, which is, that's the way I got my name, DJ Rec 1. Oh, no I shit. Right- <laughs> I was about to yeah. ask you that, too. I'm like, I got to ask him why his, why his name is Rec 1. But go ahead, man. Go ahead. <laughs> Perfect. So, I, actually, one of my friends um, that he still follows me to this day that I had since, like, junior high, mm-hmm. we were talking, and he was like, bro, you should call yourself DJ Rec 1 because you messed you mess up your bike like a dumbass. I was <laughs> oh, like, wow. we were laughing. Right, right. I said, man, this could stick. And, you know, it's stuck ever since. That is so fucking cool, dude. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I, I was trying to connect. I was trying to connect. I'm sorry, man. I'm trying to connect your yeah. your name. For, cause first, I was like, Fernando, but like, for, 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 for no, noise to me, noe, you know, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. You know, mine was, mine's, mine's, I mean, it's not, it's not going to downplay my name, but mine was more like a typical cliche. You know, my dream was to be a DJ, so I called myself DJ Dream. You know, but yeah, I mean, yeah. but I'm talking like, I, for whatever reason, I thought Rec was like a connection to Fernando, but I'm like, no, it's not that. It's not that. Oh. I mean, I can't see it, but it's, thank you. To, thank you for clearing it up for me, by the way. Now I know. Yeah, no. That's a cool story, yeah, man. That's how, man. I, I came up on a couple of like thousand bucks because of insurance. They paid off my bike and I was like, you know, I was thinking about it now. I'm like, should I buy another bike or should I try to invest in something I kind of love? You know, like something that right. keep me kind of safe, technically, right? Right. right? right. And, uh, you know, it was always a thought in the back of my mind. And as a kid, I could never afford to, you know, go all out. Like, I wasn't, you know, my parents weren't the ones, like, saying, oh, let me go get you some techniques or let me go get you some music. Like, I always had to hustle for everything. So, you know, I had some money and I was like, you know what, let me invest in it. And let me move forward and, you know, see what I could do. So cool. I actually reached Oe too. And he helped me out a lot in uh, kind of making the 
the move and teaching me a couple of things here and there too. So super grateful for that as well. Okay. And what did, what did you buy? Did you actually went straight to 12s or was there more like something? So when I bought, man, I bought the $300 uh, Newmark set. So oh. it's a, the mixer and the two dial driven turntables. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then I what, what model was it? I'm not familiar with the, was it the, it was just the, cheap, the cheesiest turntables you could find, bro. Oh, okay. 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 No, no, I'm just asking because they, they, at one point they came out with something decent, but that's, I was like, Oh, which one is it? No, they were super cheesy. And the mixer was a garbage mixer. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. they uh, purchasing a new mark, like a blue new mark mixer with effect. Oh, I, you know what? I actually own that one too, but go ahead. I actually owned it for whatever fucking reason. Yeah, I don't even that, know why I got that it. New mark there, I had it with uh, the Serato box okay. and uh, I ended up buying a couple of JBL 12, not 12 inches, but I think there was two 12s or two 15s and, a, and like a big old amp and everything. I was more, I invested more in the sound than I did the turntable at the time. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, you know, just like anything. And uh, just started doing that and getting back into it and doing these you know 150 dollars gigs until it started getting better and better of course oh okay and did you you, you already had a collection of vinyl you had a, a, a no i got mp3 i never i never got into the vinyl oh, thing you're right, you're right you're right you had serato scratch I'm, I, my apologies yeah oh, cool i actually own thousand like over a thousand cds oh wow and did you convert anyway, did you convert them to mp3s or did you just say at the time yeah i was converting them to mp3s but now it's like those files are gone and replaced with newer files of course right, right, right. from like stuff like that but at the time yeah like when you're starting off mm-hmm. You know, you, whatever I had on, actually at that time, whatever I had on Napster and LimeWire, I don't know if you remember those. Oh, yeah, 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 yes. Yeah, so from, from those is what I was, you know, mixing it up with and whatever albums I really wanted and I didn't want to convert them, I would just go on BitTorrent and if they were there, then I would download them on BitTorrent. Right, right. Now, you know what, now, I, I wanted to talk to you about, um, like I said, uh, I, I see you as a party DJ. Uh, the way I see it is, now a lot of it is streaming, but obviously when before the pandemic you know you were you were doing gigs and everything and there was to some degree you were reading the crowd how how's the yeah. difference between streaming is streaming more like you know what i think they will like this or i'm gonna do what i know do you feel that any difference in regards to doing it streaming as opposed to seeing a crowd dancing and, and seeing their reaction because i can I, to yeah. me it seems like it would be a little to me uh, you know what i mean like it would be a little different because i don't stream you know to be honest i don't i don't do live streaming or anything. No. Streaming is a whole different ball game, man, honestly. And I never expected it like expected it to be this good. Streaming, honestly, right now, it's like the wave of the future. Yes. It's so awesome. Like the the interaction, even though you don't get their physical interaction, mm-hmm. you do get their chat and like there is a connection that you make and people like appreciate you being there. Right. And uh people have really come forward to the community and really supported them really strong on the streaming. Now, as far as um the DJ and while streaming, this is the thing with that. So, you know, when I was in the sensor room, you do it, what, once a week? Right. So you go out there, you do it once a week, and, you know, you have another week for you to refresh, technically. So now with this whole um, streaming thing, not only do you have to kind of, you kind of almost have to pace yourself because you're on more times. At least for me, I, I do my show Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 7 a.m. Oh, wow. So I always pick up, do a genre kind of based show where it's like, I'll pick a genre because I'm only doing an hour, mm-hmm. and I'll try to rock that genre for an hour, like a good genre make. Um, Fridays, I usually do... I call it freestyle Fridays, but honestly, it's just high energy music, like anything that anywhere from 115 to, you know, 138 beats per minute, BPM, then I'm rocking, you know? So uh, it's a little different. You just got to always kind of try to keep it fresh. And uh, as far as connection with the crowd, man, honestly, it's not that much different because, I mean, I based a lot of it on viewers. If the viewers are there. Right. You're right. You're right. They get, there's, you're right. The chat room, the the comments, right? That kind of gives you some, some sort of a little bit of what it would be if you were live somewhere, right? Is is that what you're kind of saying? Yeah, no, that's exactly it. Like, okay. yeah, so if I'm doing at least 50 viewers, then I'm doing something good. If I'm at 20 viewers, then I know I'm doing something bad and I got to figure it out. But most part, I've been blessed that I have a pretty good following that people stick around and they support and they kind of like anything I do for the most part, man. I've, I've done rock sets that I would never think of doing in the sensor room. Mm-hmm. I throw on a mix of 90s rock music and people are still digging it. Cool. They're still there. They're, so there's definitely a lot more flexibility too as what to play. Sometimes I do get into my head like, I gotta make sure I'm, I'm keeping it, you know, high because, you know, I want to keep the viewers. But honestly, like, people are going to support because, you know, they like your vibes and they like what you're putting out there. And it's a little different from the up close and personal crowd, of course. That's always funner mm-hmm. uh, to a certain extent. But honestly, even the streaming portion, there's so many good friends I've met and so many awesome DJs that I've met through this whole pandemic that right. it's just a totally different beast. I wouldn't trade this experience either for the world. Right. And it's, it's been a, very. It's a different vibe, too. I mean, you know what's funny? I, I And I've, I've heard a couple 
people. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. There was what was it a few back? And I don't. I, and again, I don't know how frequent you guys do it, but you guys were doing the twenty-four hour set, man. Our, our noise was doing one too, and I'm like, oh, that's fucking crazy. Like, like, and, and I'm gonna, yeah. I'm only asking you. Did you guys literally do twenty-four hours, or was it more like uh, kind of, or was it literally twenty-four hours? Because like I said, no, I, didn't, no. I, didn't, I didn't stay on for twenty-four hours, obviously. No, yeah. And so Noe did his first, I think, in December, uh-huh. and he did twenty-four hour. I did mine January sixteenth. I will forever remember that thing, January sixteenth. Oh fuck, that's more recent. Okay, go on. Damn. Twenty-four hour set, man. I did all uh, twenty-four and a half hours. Twenty-four and a half. Was, oh shit, you threw an extra thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we're still, we we're still going, and then uh, you know what? Crazy enough, my computer literally crashed. Like no. on the thirtieth, where the Serato crashed. I was still alive, but my Serato crashed like after twenty-four and a half hours, wow. which was pretty much I should have just gave up. You know, you would have you would have kept going too, probably, right? Wow, I probably would have. With, with an occasional bathroom break, right? I mean, or was it like literally just bathroom break, get some snacks or because like, man, that's um, awesome. maybe because I'm older. I'm an older cat. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't think I can hang half of that. You know what I mean? I didn't, maybe I I know I didn't Go ahead. three bathroom. I didn't take more than three bathroom breaks. Uh-huh. Um, they were real quick, like a minute long. As far as snacks, I have people actually even deliver me snacks and I was grubbing on the live. I was grubbing while DJing and people were loving it. Wow, that's dope, dude. That's dope. Yeah. No, you know, it's, you get to know interaction with the DJ still. Like, there's still that personal because I'm, at the end of the day, I'm still human. Like, I still need to eat and I still need to go to the restroom. Right, right, right. And people are still rubbing and they're okay with it while I'm DJing. And nice. they're even, I'm very, like, um, colorful, I guess, to a certain extent. So I can, I can make everything look funny. So... Right. People are getting a kick for sure. Now, my question also is like, and this is kind of like, well, it's not off topic. Were you drinking the whole 24 hours or did you drink or is that something you do? Or that sounds like, fuck. <laughs> I've seen a couple of videos yeah. with no noise. And I think, you know, he was, he was, you know, drinking or whatever, you know, everybody's having a, a drink. But then I started thinking, man, are they drinking the whole 24 hours? That's crazy. Hold on. Yeah. No, I'm actually, <laughs> I noticed, but I'm actually not a big drinker. Like I'll have my one or two maybe sometimes, uh-huh. but like, like if I ever drink at the club, it's because someone bought it for me. Gotcha. Just because I don't want to be careful. Uh-huh. But I never really drink. Um, for that 24 hours, everybody told me, don't drink and don't eat heavy. So yeah. uh, three monsters or three bang, three right. bang energy drink and uh, water. And that was pretty much it. And then people were, you know, someone got me Starbucks, someone got me some Molly's and someone else got me a pizza. So oh, okay. that was breakfast, lunch and dinner, you know? Because you know what's funny? Because alcohol, you know what? It's funny because I... I Okay, I, I uh, before the pandemic, I had my own, you know, gigs that I would get hired for. And what I've been doing in the last, at least I can say, honestly, in the last five years, I don't drink when I go DJ. To me, it became a business business. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't drink. I, I sober all the way, except my one of my buddies would hire me to to DJ, literally just to DJ the music. And he would be the MC. He would be running the show. Yeah. And and he would also, sometimes we would play, you know, when, when there's a band. So we were, um, what is it called? We would uh, take turns in, in, in playing. And especially those, since I knew I didn't have to play all night, to me, that's the only time where I would drink. But I, I would notice that, at least in my opinion, I thought I would get, I would loosen up and be better at DJing. And I'm talking like, go, go crazy. And, I, and my, even my buddy would be like, man, not that I want you to drink, but I noticed that when you drink, you loosen up. You you, you get a little more daring and stuff like that. But, yeah. um, and that's the reason I only ask because, I, and again, I only base it on my experiences. Like, does alcohol has alcohol has ever you felt it makes you more relaxed or or you're just relaxed I, I, and you know what i take that back i've seen you man you don't you don't you don't seem like you need alcohol to, <laughs> you guys you guys are badass you know what i mean no and you know sometimes like at the center room you know when i do have my one i do get a little bit more daring or my two like because right, i'm like drinking when it comes to it like when people bring them and i get a good little buzz yeah of course like well i feel i get better but i don't know how it sounds out there because right, right, right. you know you're, it always sounds better to you than yeah than what it really <laughs> yeah yeah no, I've, I've but, had, like I said, I've had cool experiences when I when I drink. I've I, I've actually had people tell me, "Man, you rocked the house." I was like, "Oh shit, damn it, I, I should drink more often." <laughs> right? No, and there is there is truth to that though. There is truth that you do end up relaxing because right. you know if you have a flaw, you just like people don't really hear your flaws. Other DJs right. hear your flaws. Right? Exactly. People don't hear your flaws. Exactly. So um, so you know, to to you, you might have been like, "Oh man, I messed up that mix," but to everybody else, they were like, "Oh my god, he just dropped that song." Right. Like, right I right. can't believe. Isn't, so, that, isn't that a great feeling though? Isn't that a great feeling though when, when you jump when you pop the song that everybody like you feel it like you build it up. You know you're you're playing some good jams and then okay like they're already in in, in a euphoria state where they're like oh this is a shit and then you fucking drop another one they totally forgot and they're like oh shit 
That's a good, yeah. that's a, that's like, to me, that's like one of the natural highs as far as us DJs, I, I would imagine it's, it's just this natural high that I'm like, like you're the one controlling the room. You know, there's that feeling of I'm in control. I'm running this fucking show. That's why I don't know about you, but sometimes not that I'm against them, but sometimes when people come and request shit, it's like, oh man, you're fucking up my mojo. You're fucking up my, <laughs> my especially if it's a fucking far off fucking song, you know? Right. But, and, and, and speaking of, did you take requests? Do you like on the, on the chat rooms? Do, you, do the people, I mean, request songs? Um, you know what? With uh, Twitch, you could actually have it as, as a, a reward for channel points. Uh -huh. So technically, for you tuning into my channel, you get points. And if you set up enough points, like you could request a song essentially, right? Right, right. So oh, nice. uh, I'll take requests, like if they throw them in, I'm hoping it's the same genre. But if it's not, then I thought I'm like, hey, you know what? I'll throw it at the end. And I'll just, you know, I'll, well, I'll throw it when I can. But I always have in the back of my mind, like, I got to throw that song in and I got to somehow get right. there. So then that's a challenge on me to somehow get to that point to what they want to hear. Oh, okay. Now, does this platform or this, this what you said right now, this this particular points, is it kind of like almost, and correct me because I, I, I'm only, um, uh, I'm assuming this, is it is it like the OnlyFans kind of base? You know, that whole OnlyFans kind of, I was looking at a stupid documentary yesterday oh. on Hulu. Yeah, hey, I, I got you. Yeah, okay, so, so the difference, OnlyFans is a paying site, so you got to pay to play oh, okay, pretty okay. much, right? Twitch, that's really free. So oh. anybody could go check Instagram Live. People could go in. It's free. But oh. there is an option to support the DJ. So if you do end up, um, if you do want to subscribe to his channel, mm. you know, the perk is you get their, these things called em emotes, which are essentially emojis and commercials when the DJ's playing. So you'll hear the DJ nonstop. Um, and then you're able to go ahead and tip the DJ through Bit. Now, the channel points is a different thing. So channel points are free. That's just for you being in the chat. If you in the chat for every like 15 minutes, Mm. You'll get like, you know, like 100 points or 15 points or whatever it is. Wow. I'm not sure what it is. Those points accumulate and you could put in rewards for what you earn just for being in there for free. And like people redeem points for, I have this thing called the dice roll mm -hmm. where like I move my hand and I throw like a dice and that's worth like a thousand points. So people could redeem that Fuck, when they redeem cool, it. Dude. <laughs> I drop the dice for them or like, you know, the request is 3,000, uh, 3,000 channel points. If they want to request a song, if they want to ask a question is like 2,000 channel points. Like if they want to ask me like, oh, what's your favorite soda and or whatever question they have. So it gets, it, it gets them involved. It gets them to interact. It gets them to get to know me. It personalizes the whole stream. Wow, dude, that's cool. Now, the, is your, I mean, I'm going to call it and call it fan base. You know, it seems like it's a fan base. Do you get fan from, uh, I'm about to assume it's obviously, this is worldwide, right? This is this is the internet. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. do you get a lot of the international, a lot of any other countries and stuff like that Do you that you can tell? Or is it a lot of local Again, I'm only I'm only asking because I like I said I, I follow this like I said DJ Miles and um, I actually he actually invited me a couple times before the pandemic yeah. and he was telling me I was like oh dude I, I you know he's under kjamsradio.com and he was telling yeah. me like oh we, we have a lot of fans uh, in Brazil and it's like and you know they and I, I, my sets were freestyle he goes oh you play that shit man Brazil loves that shit oh nice yeah like, he in, in Spanish he goes less and cooler you know less and cooler so puta he goes less cooler fucking the freestyle oh, oh fuck I'm, Perfect, perfect. My is gonna be perfect then. But um, do you see that? And, and can you tell on the chat that it's somebody from another country? Or do they obviously they might say it, right? Yeah, so I mean, I, I kind of I think a couple of people from like Spain or something like that, like a couple of times, but not really. Not to say that I have a fan base there. A lot of mine is, of course, West Coast. You know, I've gotten some from New York that tune in, nice. especially because the that that I'm rocking, like you know, my seven a.m. to them is their ten a.m. Cool. So. I've gotten a couple of fans from New York out there, but I mean, for the most part, everything's in states. But I have heard people have um, a good fan base in other countries. Like, funny that you mentioned Brazil because one of me and uh, Noe's mutual friends, Hey Riggs, he's actually built a Brazilian fan base. But what he does, he does uh, 45s on vinyl, like 45s. Oh, really? So I guess wow. big thing over there, like rocking 45s. Cool. That is cool. Yeah, I guess any uh, Noe's mentioned something about. He was mentioning to me about like he wanted me to like maybe uh, you know giving me advice and and, and joining this and start doing the streaming thing and mm -hmm. I'm like yeah that sounds cool you know like I said I don't know what has to do with my my age or something I, I was like as of right now I'm 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 cool with I got into more of the producing side of it you know what I mean and and as much as I love uh, DJing. It almost seems like I would say now at this point in my life, I'm 50 50. You know, I'm trying to pursue mm. the, the music and everything. So, I, it, so it, to me, it almost feels like my DJing 
has taken a, a back seat because like i said my when i was before the pandemic i was djing but it was weddings you know i'm a wedding dj man let's 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 not kid ourselves that's here. where the money's at right that's where the money's at but um but like i said that's why right now because of the time i have obviously we a lot of us have a lot of time to you know to to uh embrace this dj art or culture in a different angle and obviously i'm doing this podcast and i'm like well i know i have a lot to say and i know a lot of my friends and even djs you know that i might not know them personally but you know there's a lot to say in regards to this i have a lot of experiences obviously you've had experiences uh noise has, has experiences and like i said my other guests so to me it's cool to go and look into new ventures in, in the dj world but uh, that's kind of cool that you guys are, are in it already. You know, you guys can uh, do this. Uh, but one of my other questions is, is in regards to the party DJ. Like, when did you feel that uh, you were there? And again, it's not necessarily that, you know, when did you feel confident enough to be like, you know what, I'm in a good spot? Because like I said, it took me a while to, to feel uh, confident enough to go, hey, you know what, I'm good. You know? I think like two years into taking it seriously, I feel like two years after taking it seriously, I just felt like, okay, I'm good. But I feel like I didn't get like good, good to like probably like even three or four, to be honest with you, to wake up was like, yeah, like I don't have to worry about anybody talking smack. Like I got it, you know, right, right, like right. Cool. nobody's going to be like, you know, regardless if you could scratch, do this and that. I mean, I could rock any party, anywhere, anytime with any music. You, you give me a genre, I could, like, no problem. Right. Like, I'll do it. And do, you, so, do you scratch or? No, I can't scratch my back, so I'm not going to lie. <laughs> no, no, that's cool. No, I mean, you, you know, it's funny. I can scratch, but I, I don't, I'm going to be honest. I think I'm, I'm one of those DJs that I never... I never innovated or, or God improved it. Not that I, I can, you, you know, we're all capable if yeah. we really put our minds to it. But I, I think I got stuck in the eighties. My scratch is very, very eighties. <laughs> and I think noise a while back was trying to teach me a little bit of crabbing and stuff like that. And I, I did want to learn, but I guess my old ways, just I'm so used to a certain way of scratching. It's like, man, I must be an old dog that doesn't want to learn new tricks. I have nothing against it. It's fucking dope. But no, I mean, yeah. I've heard you. You're you're awesome, man. Especially, I remember this one time me and you were hanging out, and you were throwing that little banda cumbia set, man, which I was jealous. I was like, man, he's rocking that banda cumbia set like no other. And you were scratching them in, throwing them in. Yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, yeah, yeah. point. But that's what I'm saying. But, like, uh, I feel like I, I feel like <laughs> there's that I do enough to get by or to I guess fake it to make it. I don't know, not even make it. I'm already. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Is like it's it's. The, I feel like it's enough sprinkled scratching here and there just to just to show. Hey, I can do it. But nah, I, I would never. I would never even go up to a battle. You know what I mean? I'd be like, no, do you won? If like if it's a scratching, I'm like, no, no, you won, dude. I'm not even gonna bother. You know, I'm more of a. You know what's go ahead. crazy too? Like when I'm live, like when I'm live at the like sunset room, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. Or like giggles, to giggles. I was throwing a couple of scratches in there, like even if they didn't sound that great, like at the time or whatever. If I thought, you know, oh man, I was a little off, no big deal, right? Right. Uh, like streaming is like, man, I don't even try because there's so many DJs that are in there. Or they're in, like, there's a lot of DJs that support DJs, of course, and there's a lot of DJs in my stream. So, like, I always think in the back of my head, man, this guy's looking at me right now. Oh, I see. I like, see. A way better than I can. So, I'm not even going to fake it. Like you said, I could do enough that I don't need it. Like, I'm just, you know? You feel like for the general population, you'll do it. It's cool. But then you get, you, you feel critical. Size. I mean, whether whether you're whether they are or not. I mean, there is that. Like, yeah, trust me. If if I'm uh, around other DJs that I know are better, I I don't, I don't even do it at all. Like you like you mentioned. But then there's the other side of me where I'm like, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna do it. And if they, if they really criticize me and they really want to like go in that angle angle where where it's like, oh, I'm better than you. I'm kind of like, dude, save yourself the saliva. Like, yeah good you won you know i don't even have to see you bro because because my mindset is not to compete when it comes to scratching or even mixing but it's fun yeah. though i mean you have to admit sometimes it's fun it's like ah, let loose yeah man. you know what i mean so yeah that's fun man that's cool I, so again i recognize you as a party dj i hope i didn't offend you i hope i did no. <laughs> but i'm like i gotta i gotta get reg one here because like i said i i, I do like what you do uh, uh sincerely i do like what you do man you 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 rock the house man you know what you know what's funny and also you know Eric Mota too. There was a point where I saw Eric Mota too. I think DJ at the Sunset Room. I think when, but the room was different. They used to set up the the, the topses next to the bar on the other side of the room. And I remember I was there and Noise uh, invited me to go. And, and that was the first time I think I saw Eric Mota. And I was like, and he was, uh, at the time he was playing everything. He was also mixing cumbias and everything. So I was yeah. like, wow, I'm fucking impressed. 
you know, this is wow. And and again, I'm gonna sound egotistical, dude. Please, I'm not. I'm, I'm not like that. But I, I, I thought yeah. I was the only one that was doing shit like that because I mean, either I wasn't going out much, I wasn't checking out other DJs. But then they were doing it, and I, I think a lot of them were doing way better than me. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. He was mixing fucking sonora mita, make hip hop, and even though I was doing yeah. it too, but not, not too, not that often. And then I saw that I'm like, man, fuck. These guys are fucking. You know, rocking. You know, the only thing that I felt that was cool on my end was because I already I was already remixing my shit, so I had a yeah. couple of remixes that they were exclusive because they were only mine. Nobody had them. Yeah. yeah. So I got to some ladies like, "Oh, what's that song? What version is that? What remix?" I actually had one girl ask me. I'm like, "Oh no, it's it's not out there. It's mine." He goes, "Oh, like free about it." Yeah, don't, I know. <laughs> what are you looking at? Don't look at the don't look at the screen, man. It's, it's, it's exclusive. It was a, it was an it was an act, a classic. Um, I made a remix for uh, what's his name, Ralphie Rosario. But the original record label said Raz, and it was called uh, Amor Puerto Riqueño. And it was a it was considered actually house, but a lot of DJs back then used it for disco, like high energy yeah. disco. Yeah, yeah. So I took that and I added a bassline because if you listen to the song, it's just a beat and him talking all sexy and shit. Yeah. So you know what I mean. So it was one of those deals where I'm like, you know what, this song needs needs a bassline or something else, and so I made it my own and I played it there. And like I said, somebody did recognize and said, oh, whoa, I know, like. But I never heard this version. I'm like, oh, don't worry about it, girl. Relax. That's <laughs> <laughs> you when know, you mentioned Mota, because I literally just saw him like 30 minutes ago. No way. Cool, man. I just got a, got a haircut at the same place I get one. So we, I literally was just talking to him, and I told him, hey, man, when are you tripping on Twitch? So oh. we're supposed to look up. Yeah, he, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, him and, uh, him and uh, Robert. Robert, uh, yeah, Robert Change, right? Change. Yeah, Change, uh-huh. man. What do you think? What do you think? Um, what, what do you think when the pandemic and kind of ease on out and everybody's able to, you know, everything starts opening up? What are your plans? I mean, do you do you feel like you're going to go back to gigs or to the club scene again? Or Well, honestly, like they, there's um, Casa de Pancho, which is a spot I was DJing at Anaheim. He has one in Juana. He's talking about bringing them next week. Oh, really? So I'm taking you there on Thursday. Now, the plan that I have is I'm actually going to try to do both. I'm going to do Twitch mm-hmm. while I'm live. So I'm going to try to figure out how it's going to work exactly. I still got to figure it out. But the plan is still technically the, I mean, because there's going to be those people that are like, I'm going to want to go out and I'm going to want to party. But there's also going to be those people at home that are like, you know what? I never partied in the beginning, but I still want to hear DJs. Like, I don't want to leave the company. I want to hear good music. And, you know, they were never into the club, but now they're into like a club vibe without having to leave their home, which is nice. Right. Um, So I feel like there's a market for both because those people that are at the house, they're still going to tip. They're still going to throw money at you for because you're providing them a service, essentially. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's going to be that interaction at the club or, at you know, wherever you're doing it, the personalization that not only do I want to do it because, well, you know, the money's there, but at the same time, like, man, I want to do it for the interaction. Like, I love seeing people and jam out to my stuff. When ATG at Giggles, when they had, like, you know, 500 to 1,000 people there, mm-hmm. like, man, it was nothing better than when I turned off, you know. You played at Giggles? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You played at Giggles in Glendo? I mean, uh, in the, yeah. in Glendo, yeah. Oh, man, that's that's dope. Every, every other staff was there. I told Noe to go, but he was always like, nah, 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 nah. So it was whatever. But yeah, I was there every other that Saturday. That is dope. That is dope. I'm sorry, I'm keeping interrupting you. That is dope, man. That's a cool, oh, that's a cool spot. That's good. a cool spot. <laughs> that was actually one of my uh, dreams. That's an awesome spot. Like, I've actually had my eye on that for a minute. So when I started doing the Sunset Room, mm-hmm. one of the other DJs, his name is George Cervantes, mm-hmm. he DJ that giggles and he was like bro like i'll try to get you to giggles when they have an opening da, da, da. years past years and i was always like hey man like here's my demo like if you guys have anything mm-hmm. give it to the owner man like whatever right, right. so there was a, he ended up getting a, his own little side business he ended up opening up a liquor store and he was like hey rick i can't do every weekend that giggles you want to alternate with me mm-hmm. i'm like heck yes let's go so uh for about a good three years man before the pandemic of course right. the pandemic is the only thing that killed it hopefully we can you know once this is over we're opened up again my spot will still be there but every other weekend i was at giggles wow. you know, rocking it out no dude i, I actually um I, I if anything i did try to get into the club scene but i'm talking way back i was like we're talking like when the heydays of power 106 right before it turned to all hip-hop where where mm-hmm. house house is literally playing almost mainstream i mean we're talking like um Already the one man party, la mujer, la colita, kind of Juanito oh, stuff. Is- yeah, yeah. Power one hundred six. No, Power one hundred six was still playing house. DJ Henry still had a power workout on the twelve o'clock in in the every yeah. lunch hour. So I remember, um, I I got hired from one of my buddies that I knew f- from high school, and yeah. I don't know where he called me. He goes, "Hey, bro, you still DJ?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm still doing this." And he was like, "Check this out. I'm gonna open a. I'm, gonna, I'm promoting this club at a called Club Shelters in Old Pasadena." And mm-hmm. um, well, well, I didn't know at the time that Sunday nights. Humpty Vision used to do divas at club shows. Yeah. So again, like I said, I was mainly a wedding DJ. Even at that time, he's like, dude, just go. I went. So I started playing it. I was literally the the opening DJ, which 
I, you know, yeah. I, I was the beginning, you know, that was my first break and I'm like, cool, fuck, I'll do it. Shit. So, you know, there wasn't a lot of people, but you know, I, I was just happy enough to be part of that whole group. And but yeah. I remember dude, it, it started slow, but then he started getting more DJs from power on six and some other guys that were pretty good. And Friday nights started, it was, it was jumping, dude. It was, it was popping off, dude. It was, it was, it was dope. And like I said, I was, I was, as long as I was part of it, we were getting the crowds. We had, we had lines, dude lines and remember we're technically unknown in comparison to divas with humpty vision on sundays yeah. i later found out and again i don't i can't confirm it but i later found out that they had to close us down the, the, the whole he got into an argument with the club owner the promoting yeah. and then they're like dude we, we can't do it anymore i'm like well, what happened he goes no somebody somebody complained i'm like what yeah that we're taking away the crowd for Sundays. So I'm like, no. Fuck. And then, like I said, obviously at the time I already knew that it was Divas. And like I said, he never said who, but you know, one, yeah. of, those, one of those things when you're kind of like, hmm, <laughs> I wonder who complained. Yeah. Things that make you go, hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, hmm. <laughs> but I left and then he did this guy that's, like I said, my buddy, he ended up getting another club called, it's funny, Club Lingerie in, in the, literally in the heart of uh, Hollywood. And I DJ for wow. him a couple couple times, but then, like I said, I I, I it, it wore off. I I like I said, I was making way more money doing weddings, even at that time. That to me, it was like I'm gonna go where the money's at. I was already married, or was, or was already with kids. You know what I mean? Like I was like, I yeah. need money. I mean, this is cool. This is a cool thing. You know, I'm mean, you know, you're getting a hundred bucks if you're lucky that night doing these club scenes, because he was paying yeah. everybody. You know, so sometimes you wouldn't, I wouldn't even get paid. I was like, ah, it's cool, but I can go do a wedding for four hundred, five hundred bucks at the time. I'm like, I'd rather go do a wedding. So, True. and obviously if I would have pursued, I probably would have been, you know, hopefully would have been a bigger DJ, whatever, but I never did. But anyways, it's funny that you, when you say giggles, that's one of the places I wanted to, I was looking into, you know, it's like, oh, it'd be cool to play at the at giggles at Florentines, uh, all these big, uh, clubs at the time, you know, oh, what was that club in, uh, city of industry? I think it was called club. Which one? Uh, club? Peppers? peppers. Peppers. Yes. Yes. Pe yes. And, uh, I, we actually looked into that too. My, me and my other buddy, but like I said, we, we had no idea. And since we didn't have no name, it was, I didn't have no real, uh, support in regards to, I well, I, I always get, well, who are you? Well, I'm, I'm, yeah. who cares? I'm DJ dream. I'm the shit. And I can fucking play. <laughs> and they're like, well, well, you, are you from power or whatever? You're like, no, I'm, I'm from me. And they're like, you know, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Like Man, said, tell me about it. You know, and, and yeah, if you don't have any pull, forget about it. Like, yes, you're nobody. It doesn't matter how good you are. If exactly. You, you don't have a crowd or anybody. Like, right. it doesn't even matter, man. You're like, you're just nobody. Like, you're like, all right, that's yeah. good that you're good. But yeah. who are you? Like, what exactly. can you do for me? And it's funny because later in, like back then, time flies, and I ended up getting a gig in in Simi Valley, and my buddy got me. there. And you're right, it was a pool. Somebody got me in there. They didn't even ask yeah. who I was. They're just like, I know a DJ and. Next, you know, two years in there, I'm I'm a DJ there, and I didn't even ask for it. You know what I mean? It was one of those things where I was actually even thinking of quitting DJ around 2008 because I was like, ah, this is just, just getting old, you know. Like, ah. and then he, I get that call. It was like, hey, you want a DJ? You want to be a residency? And you're it. You're it. You're like, you're the DJ. You're residency at this club. It was a restaurant slash yeah. club, and I'm like, ah, uh, sure. So they hired me for Friday nights. Next, you know, I'm doing Thursday, Friday, and Saturdays, and then I got burned out. I'm like, I'll just do Fridays. But uh, yeah, that that also didn't pan out because I'm like, eh, again, I make way more money. If I, can do I always went for the money, bro. Yeah, no, I get it. I 100% get it. Yeah, yeah. So, so with me DJing, when I was DJing like the four or five nights, yeah, like I get it. It was a lot of work for, you know, like very little pay, like 150 a night, right? But then the way I was, you know, I told the, the ex-wife now, of course, was that, uh, look, it's 150 bucks. Yes, I'm there four hours. But you got to think about it. I'm there four hours, four nights a week. That's 600 bucks a week. You times that times four. Right. Six, 12, 18, 20. 24, that's 2,400 bucks. Who's going to give you 2,400 bucks? That's like true. Nobody. That's true. And not only that, you, you, didn't, know? you didn't have to haul on your gear and everything. It was the, right? No, nah, because all my stuff was, was already there. And it's like, man, even then, and I get to enjoy what I'm doing. Like, when are you going to have a job where you enjoy what you do, like right. on a daily basis? Like, it's rare. Right, right. No, and that, that part, I agree. That part I agree, but like I said, I was so I I don't know if I was either already tired of the the whole the I think what it was it was the politics like whether you believe it or not if 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 you don't have a good promoting team and you know what I mean they're, they're in it for themselves and and I look I looked at it that way I was like you know what you're looking out for you I understand but you know I also got to make money so I, just to be to leave it on a good note I'll be like you know what I'm out you know thank you and yeah I'm good you know and these guys too like I said they were technically they were growing with me i was growing with them it wasn't like they were already established so it was one of those things where i'm like you know what dude do your thing i'm out um i got a <laughs> i got a couple of weddings lined up <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know now i think if i would have to me uh, that the ideal thing to me was get a radio show be on a radio show 
And that's when you get that leverage of, of a name. And I can see how maybe yeah. maybe promoters would actually want to hire me. Simple fact. Dude, I got to tell you a story about Robo. And, and again, it has nothing to do with, with hating. Because it's, it's gonna, it might come off as that way. But I, we, actually, nah, we, we, we actually had an incident with me and my other buddy that hired me. Like I said, this, guy, this other guy would hire me just to literally DJ. He hired me. But then last minute he goes, dude, I'm sorry. I, I, they, they, they only hired me to do the MC because he also does the valses and for the quinceañera. So I was like, they yeah. changed their mind. So um, just letting you know. And I'm like, no, that's fine, dude. No, no, don't worry about it. And he goes like, he goes, but I gotta tell you. I'm like, what happened? He goes, well, the reason they didn't hire you is because one of their uncles became a padrino the DJ. And he goes, yo mi 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 sobrino no sé qué. My sobrino le voy a dar un DJ chingón. So she got him. Um, I wanna say DJ eighty one. From, uh, oh okay. And again, nothing Latin. again. Yeah, from yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing against the guy. Has nothing to do with him. But the thing that that little got me upset was my remember my friend went to go to this to the vials and he hanged out for a little bit. And literally, they hired him. They gave him his cut, and then they had to pay the sound system because he wasn't about to fucking haul it around. He was just gonna show up with his laptop and in place. So this the people had to hire rent hire like um pay for the rental. And they and he gave him kind of like a list, like this is what you gotta bring or whatever. And and they died. they did it right. And yeah. he said that. And then they said that. Um, oh no, you know what? I'm, I'm sorry. It, it was I'm, I take that back. It wasn't me. It was noise. And I think noise could con- con- confirm on this story. Noise. Like I said, my buddy would hire me, and if I couldn't do it, he I, I he would ask me who else can can you get me other DJ? And I, one of them was noise. And he knows yeah, his name is George. His name is George. So he knows what I'm. He he would know if you tell him. Oh, Victor, something about George. He would know. But anyways, uh. He hired, he hired George. I couldn't do it. I think I had another gig of my own. But the funny thing is that uh, Noise told me, it's like, I mean, and, and George too, my, like I said, my buddy, they're like, he didn't do anything that you'd be like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. You know, wow. I can see why that you would hire him. And, yeah, yeah. And he was more like, and Noise told me too. He was like, look, I'm not hating, but like, he didn't do anything. You know, what did he do? And then my buddy too. My, my other buddy, he's a DJ, but not a really like us. Like we, we, we really get into it and mixing and all that. Yeah. So to him, it was more like, yeah, I go, I mean, I know how to DJ like you guys, but I know when something stands out and when something don't. And he was like, yeah. this guy did nothing out of the ordinary, but they paid him. The, and But that's when we all came to, well, it's it's the name. It's the name, man. It's as simple as that. It's Literally. The, you know, and like I said, nothing against the guy. He actually is a pretty good DJ. I actually heard his stuff, but it was one of those things where like the people were like, because it was him. And, and he said a lot of people were just standing there looking at him too. So it's kind of like. I was like, what's the point? He was like, when is the fucking dance and shit? It was really, he was it, hot. yeah, he was, hot at, he was very he was hot. Right, exactly. He he was he was he was popping off, and he was he was like right at the peak. Where, what was that radio station you mentioned right now? He was like Latino ninety six three. Yeah, that's when everything was like everybody. If you're in the radio, at least it seemed that way. When you're in the radio at that time, reggaeton was in too. It was like you, you're the shit. You're the fucking shit, and and. That's when, like I said, I think noise was there, and I see if I hopefully uh, I'll ask him when I see him, and I go, "Do you remember that that time when?" Again, I'm not sure if it was Eddie One or, or the other guy. There was another guy. I forget. I think it was Eddie One. But anyways, uh, so it's one of those yeah. things when when I was doing this this DJ, like it really came down to it was like, "Well, who are you?" I was like, "Well, I'm nobody," and I was cool with it. You know what I mean? Like I was I was at peace with like, you know what? I'm nobody in regards to fame. You know, it's like I'm nobody. Yeah. I can do what I can do. I'm gonna go do it somewhere else and get paid. So, but I mean, like I said, I'm sorry, man. I I feel like I'm talking all fucking all. No, day. you know what? Go, feeding off of that, you know what the hilarious thing about that is? Like that still continues to this day, even with streaming. So check this out, because when you told me the story, uh-huh. I'm like, oh man, I gotta kind of tell him on this because okay. I don't know how I don't know how deep you are on streaming, but there's a lot of big name DJs out there that are like, man, they're super like lazy. Like they're I know they're awesome. Like I know they're awesome. Right. I've heard them before. I know they could tear up a set. And I mean, if you want me to name drop, I'll name drop them because they should probably even know because they, I mean, they have like 300 followers, uh-huh. like viewers, I mean, uh, watching them at all times. And now they're doing a certain track. Well, name one because for this one, regardless, everybody knows. Uh-huh. Dre Sinatra. And if you've never heard of Dre Sinatra, uh-huh. I actually I, the guy, when he, get, when he gets down, he gets down. But man, his morning shows are so like lazy <laughs> and he has 200 viewers plus. Okay. And if Dre, if you're listening to me, bro, I love you. But man. But yes. he could he could pull it off though. But why know, why I, is he famous though? Is it is it be, he got he grew the fame in streaming or was he famous before before? This no, he was famous. He's a he's a I think he's he's the real ninety two three. Oh okay. And he has he has a mean Theo voice. Oh, like okay. you know you remember Theo right? Yeah yeah, yeah from uh, ninety two something yeah yeah that from ninety two the beat. 
Oh, and I know no. he could DJ, and I guess he DJs for like um, the LAFC even. Like it goes that far up. Like he's like one of the official LAFC DJs. But I don't know, man. Like I hear him, and I'm like, man, like you're. I know you're better than this. And right, but they right. got viewers, and they got people throwing bits and people throwing money, dude. And you know, everything oh. works. It's yeah. on the name. It's on the name. It's on the name. And, it, and, it, and I also think, I mean, maybe because he feels established already, that he's like, you know what, I already got him. It's good. Which I'm not saying good oh, or bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Definitely, yeah, it's definitely on that tip for sure. Yeah, you know, but hey, you know, more power to him. That, yes. That's his thing, and that's be comfortable with it. Yeah. And regardless if it's if it's working, why fix it to a certain extent, right? Like if it's if it ain't broken, don't fix it. So it's right. working for him. Right, right. No need to fix it. But it's a lot. Of, a lot of it has to do going back to that is the name, and sometimes your name doesn't necessarily mean that you'll get the best of it. Right. Like you know, especially because you have a name, you could. Some of these guys feel like you can just be lazy about it as opposed to, you know, someone that's out there a little more hungry that's willing to put the work in, you know? Right, right. Definitely. Oh, man, this, this is uh, this is good stuff, man. And like I said, I, I, I wanted to thank you. Uh, we're actually running out of time, but I want to thank you very much, uh, Rec One. Uh, like I said, I, I always speak highly of you when it comes to like, oh, talking about DJs and stuff like that. And, and I'm like, oh, yeah, like I was actually talking to, uh, I don't think you know him, but uh, one of my buddies is like, oh, when, when this pandemic is over, like, ah, we should throw a party. And uh, I'm like, yeah, it'd be cool to fucking just have a bunch of DJs and just drink. And just, I think it was Manny. I don't think you know him. Yeah. But he was like, yeah, he's like, we'll get a bunch of DJs, just a bunch of DJ buddies, and everybody takes a stab at DJ no more. And I, I was thinking of you, bro. I was like, oh, that'd be cool. Fucking yeah. noise, wreck one, and just everybody just go fucking crazy and just everybody take a stab at stab, of, uh, mixing. <laughs> at stabbing. Hey, wait. I'm, I'm ready, man. When me and Noe were doing the Sangria Sundays and the, the Wednesday four turntable setups on Twitch, man, those were like the best times. Right now, we've been kind of out of the loop because of the pandemic's only getting worse, you know? But yeah. um, I can't wait. can't wait, man. And I'm looking forward to it. And yeah, if you guys do that party, count me in. Yeah, no doubt. turntables, like you said, I, we want to do four fucking turntables. That's fucking dope. And you know what? I, I did that. I, I, by the way, I did do that. I don't know if it's twice or at least once. I knew uh, and, and noise went at that club I used to play in Simi Valley. And so, like I said, I was literally the DJ slash promoter. So I'm like, they let me do whatever the fuck. And I'm like, as long as you bring fucking people yeah. and drinking. So I'm like, fuck it. I called noise. And I never forget. It was September, September 20 something on fucking 2009. And, oh, 2008, nice. and I told, I told noise like, dude, four turntables, dude, rock the fucking house, dude. And Robert Chinch came too. And they were both, dude, they were both spinning. And I got, I ain't gonna lie. I got shit faced. I got drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I was too happy. I was like, yeah, this is dope. But they, they rocked the fucking house. Dude, four turn two. That was, that was, was crazy. Nice, man. But anyways, uh, can we, yeah, yeah. Can we first get to that? But yeah, yes. man, appreciate you having me on the show for sure. And you know, can we wait for this to uh, come out and stream and stuff like that, man? I appreciate you thinking of me always. Yes, definitely. Hey, also, uh, uh, also real quick noise. Uh, did talk to me about in regards to maybe doing a set. And I, first impression I had was that he wanted me to do it live. And then he was, like I said, he talked to me about streaming. I'm like, Oh, okay. I thought you wanted me to show up somewhere. He goes, well, yeah, if you want, you know, but, uh, you know, he was like, I didn't know if you were comfortable about it, you know, going live and everything. Oh no. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I would have my own little, you know, my mask and stuff like that, you know? So, but it was like, like, yeah, so I'm gonna, hopefully he's going to reach out to me soon. We're going to see what we can do. Go go uh go live, dude. Go with you guys. If he if he does, give me a call, man. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, that, that's what, that's honestly that's what like. Oh yeah, I, I want you you there and him and you know and you know, I'll do a set and just hang out. You know, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah, let's go. All let's right. effing go. Cool deal, man. <laughs> and once again, thank you very much. I appreciate you, man. I will let you know when my episode's out. I'll obviously, send you the link and everything, and uh, we'll go from there. And hopefully, I can have you in the show maybe in the near future. Have you? Again. Yeah, brother. Anytime. I'm just a phone call away. Always. Okay, cool. Much man. love you. That is cool, man. All right, okay. you, t- you take care and have a good night, man. All right, you too, brother. Take care. Peace. Peace.